This week, uh, there was, uh, I went to an Apple store, and because my computer has some issues, I had a charge issue. Uh, I guess it was Tuesday that I went, so Monday night I went to my computer, and it was, uh, the charger wasn't, wasn't charging at all. So, I got a little nervous because the same thing happened like a uh, month and a half, two months ago, so I was like, shut down and worry because maybe there's something wrong with my computer, maybe there's a short amount of computer causing this. And so, uh, made some arrangements to go by the, the app store at the gallery that that And so, I, I need to, before I kind of get into the story, I need to tell you that I'm really, really intimidated by the app store. Um, uh, just generally speaking, but on this day in particular, um, I was wearing a white shirt and tie, and I don't look like a, an Apple Store uh, consumer. So I went in there, and um, like, I'm doing it, it's like people are, you know, they're, they're kind of meetings and, and, and skinny jeans, and, and I'm, I'm just thoroughly intimidated by that situation. And then to make it worse, like, you know what they, they call the place where you don't wait? That's the genius model. So, and, and the people who come to help you are the geniuses. And like, you know, when I walk in here, attending, I'm waiting for the genius at the genius bar. So it's like the idiot counter at the genius bar. That's what I, that's what I feel, that's what I experience. And so I'm, I'm, I'm super intimidated, but then more than that, like you walk in, and like you can't walk in without that first guy with an iPad saying, you know, who are you, what are you here for? And then whatever it is, but whatever it is that you want to say to them, like they push you to the same the next person. So you, so you meet one guy, one genius, and then you move to the next genius, and that person moves you, puts you on the list to get that by B genius. And so I did that, and this whole time I'm really stressed and really worried about my computer because um, like I can't, in, in my world, and, and how I, I study, how I prepare, how I work, how I do everything, I'm completely reliant upon um, a laptop computer. And if I don't have a laptop computer, it's just going to mess the whole, whole process up. I'm going to have to change so much about like, the daily life of the So this is a really important thing. And I'm pretty sure, like, it, like how does how does a charger go bad? Uh, like, Three times in, in two months. This is what's happening. So I'm, I'm pretty, pretty nervous about it. Uh, so I'm waiting there for the genius to show up, and the genius shows up, and thoroughly intimidated. But she is, she's the nicest person in the world. She's like asking about me and what I do and what she gets back from my problem. We, we, we develop a friendship. Me and the genius. So I know a genius. I'm a friend of genius. Um, so then she asked me about the problem, I told her about the problem. Um, she says, no way it's going to fix for you because it sounds like this computer does a lot of really good work. I mean, and here, the, the work that you do is rely upon this computer. So I don't, I want to do my best to make this work for you. Like, yeah, sounds great. Fantastic. So uh, she plugs in my charger and it in fact doesn't work, and then, uh, which, is, which is really good. Uh, and she goes and gets her charger and she's like, well, if, if this charger works, then it's probably the charger's fault and we'll, we'll get you a new charger. But if it doesn't work, then we've got a short problem. So this is like the only truth for me. I'm like, I have to 
So next thing you can mind that we like our rank and file every day and night, and we don't appreciate what really, really good news the gospel is. Uh, so without more questions, why do you think that is? Why do you think we don't appreciate the really, really good news the gospel is? We don't need it. Why, why are we needed? Yeah. That's, I got a list of, of a bunch of things that we can't achieve being here in the wrong board. Absolutely. We don't think that we need it. We think that we're not, we don't think we're as bad as we really are. We get comfortable. What else? We don't believe it. We don't believe it. Kingdom. We'll hear that phrase a lot this morning and in the next couple of weeks. 
Right out of time, the fall of the kingdom, and he messed it up, he jacked it up, called that fall over sin. He redeemed it by the life and death of Jesus. And then this is um, maybe a little bit more deeper gospel stuff. He was bringing his plan to bear on the world, and that is uh, making disciples in the work of, of the Spirit. So we have the kingdom, we have fall, sin, we have the life and death of Jesus, and we have the, the work of the Spirit. And sort of creating this focus of the gospel. That last fourth piece is that there is kind of definition that he's bringing the plan to bear on this world. When Jesus came and proclaimed the gospel was coming, this is what he's talking about. Um, our passage this morning is Colossians 1, 19 through 22. I'm going to read the first two verses of that for us as we begin. For in him, that's Christ, the fullness of God was pleased as well, and through him, to reconcile himself to himself all things, whether on earth or heaven, making peace by the blood of Christ. Um, one of the defines and explores were reconcile. Um, so reconcile appears a lot in scripture, but this version of reconcile, this form of reconcile, appears only a few times. It's, it's deeper than the idea of reconcile. This is usually reconciled is, is not a word. This one is the two words are reconcile, so like your typical reconcile, and then the second part of the compound word is of origin. So it's it, it kind of is to reconcile beefed up. So the idea is to get us back to the original intended place. It's it's deeper than simple reconcile, which means two parties get along. It's bringing two parties to get along the way they were intended to get along. And this is um, getting back to this concept of, of the kingdom. Reconcile is, is a really important word that we need to, to come to the first Verse 21 of Colossians 1 says, And you who once were alienated, hostile mind, and doing evil deeds. This alien word is, is to shut out to be estranged, to cut off. So, God's original intention was for us to be engaged in completely and fully, 100% our hearts, fully, completely engaged in God, fully, completely, uh, full life, engaged with who we were intended to be. But because of sin, because of the fall, we've been alienated, shut off from Christ. Um, when Jesus came here to this earth, the first thing he said, Mark's gospel, Matthew's gospel, the first thing he said is, the kingdom is at hand, repent and believe the gospel. This kingdom being at hand is him reconciling, this compound word of reconciling, and no longer making us aliens. He brings this kingdom at hand. What is the kingdom? I want to recommend a book. This is uh, Seeds of the Kingdom. If you want to take this and borrow this, I'd love for you to borrow it. Um, if you do, please give it back to me. Because I always have my books out, and probably some of you bums have books that have been in the past, and I ask you, uh, I don't write my name down, I guess I should. Uh, I just call them bums, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to really call you bums. But this is written by a friend of mine, Bill Victor. I would encourage you to borrow this so that you can buy it. All of this, uh, all of the way it goes books goes to plant his church uh, on the campus of YouTube. Uh, so, so some of these thoughts about the kingdom that come from this book that I'm about to share. Uh, I want to 
tell a story. They're kind of like the kingdom is, is a really deep concept. And I want to stress the story. A lot of you know that we built a pool in our yard. Uh, we built a pool in our yard this, this summer. And I spent a lot of time. So they, they build a pool, they build it, they cut a big circle in my yard and put the pool in that. It's maybe a, probably a six, eight inch deep uh, trench around the entire pool that I can fill with dirt. Um, so I fill it with dirt and then it rains and then that dirt settles. So I can refill it and everything can settle and eventually I got the dirt up to where it needed to be. It took a long time. And then after that, I, I, uh, I, I put a lot of mulch around the pool. Great. I really had a really time with the way the mulch and everything looked. It was great. My, my kids were there. They, they were really enjoying it. And, and I would sit out uh, on the patio and, and watch my kids play. And some of you guys came over to one of our first weeks. We had a big party on the 4th of July. And the pool looked great. It was incredible. And then there was this huge week of rain. Remember? Right after the 4th of July, it was rain and rain and like. Inches and inches and inches of rain flooding around the area. And I went out there the first morning after the big rain happened, and all of the mulch that was happening on the high side of the pool was on, like, scattered throughout the yard, and they were not even, like, the dirt had been settled a bit more. And then inside the pool was this, it was just dirty, nasty, and I would vacuum the pool up and then have to clean the filter and then vacuum the pool up because the, the stuff that I had to clean the filter well, all of a I 
turn to Mark 1.15, which is one that I've already quoted. Uh, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of the hand, repent and believe the gospel. So, Mark 1.15, Jesus coming and saying, the kingdom is at hand, repent and believe the gospel, is Christ initiating the kingdom to be at war with the truth of Colossians 1.21. Let's say that again. Colossians 1.21 says we are alienated from God. Jesus coming and proclaiming Mark 1.15 is Jesus initiating his kingdom to come on this earth to be at war with that alienation. So the kingdom coming, what Christ came to bring is to come to be at war with this alienation. This is the heart of the gospel. Um, this is the heart of it. The kingdom of God is initiated in us when we repent and believe the gospel. The kingdom work of God works its way into us and causes us to turn from things and turn toward others. This is so the problem is we are alienated from God for eternity. The solution is the kingdom is coming. God's plan is for the kingdom to come in us is repent and believe the gospel. Repent means to turn from things, and the gospel means to turn toward other things. So, what are God, Jesus initiated the kingdom through repentance and turning to believe the gospel? What are we turning away from in repentance? One, our sinful ways. Um, our sinful behavior alienates us from God. Because of Jesus, we're able to repent. Think about um, stories in Scripture about people turning from sin. Like, think about the, the prodigal son. What happened at the end of the prodigal son? So what happened to the prodigal son? He was reunited with the father and threw a party. This is repentance. Think about the woman in the well. She was in the middle of sin. Christ in front of her with her sin brought the solution to her out of sin. And this is, I think, one of the coolest things. Um, do you remember the, the story where Jesus is uh, is at, at some of his father's house and a prostitute comes in and pours uh, a whole bunch of perfume over him and he can get out of shape because we could have used this money to sell this sort of poor. And Jesus says, she is anointing me. And, and the, the heart of that, this is this is the idea of repentance. We turn from our sin because we see the beauty of who God is. This is a the chief worst of sinners, this prostitute in the world would repress the society and not allow to come to Jesus. He's accepting this worship from her. To initiate the gospel in our hearts. First step is to turn from our sin. This is like um I want to snap us back here, all right? Because this is very this is important, especially for the culture that is sometimes present at work. This is really important. We believe in the fullness of the gospel, the fullness of our own complete acceptance of Christ. And sometimes we can belittle or not see the depth of sin in our lives. And when we're not willing to do the hard work to eradicate. And when we do that, we minimize the gospel, we minimize the cross, we minimize the death of Christ. We need to see this. This is me pressing in on my heart and your heart. 
This is massive for us because ultimately Jesus is coming to initiate the gospel. And the first step to initiate the gospel is to deal with our sin. And it's so important for us. If we fully understand how good the gospel is, that's what we asked that question at the beginning. To fully understand how good the gospel is, how good it is to have a relationship with Christ, and how we need that. The first step in the middle of that is to turn from our sin, initiating the kingdom in our hearts. The second thing to initiate the kingdom in our hearts, the second thing to what is to repent, is to turn from the values of this world. Do you see in your world and in your life how this culture desperately tries to get you to value the things that it values? Do you see that? Um, watch commercials, watch billboards, look around and see how how prevalent it is that there's, a, there's an attack on your value system. And most of the time, it's at war with the gospel. Think about the story of Rich Young Poor. The world told him to value his money. He said, sell all your possessions, give them to the poor and follow and he couldn't do it because he didn't understand the gospel. He didn't understand what it meant to repent. He didn't understand that there was something better. If we, like our values here in North Church, are true people of God, if we really, really value those things above everything else, our lives are going to look a lot, <coughs> a lot different. Um, and the last thing that repentance means is we turn away from. We turn away from religious duty. Uh, but that's repentance. I and mean, this is what it means to believe the gospel. Again, this whole idea of Jesus initiating the kingdom in our hearts starts with turning away from things. But also, believing the gospel means turning towards the things. Who are we turning towards? What are we turning towards first is Jesus. One of the things that I wrote to mention about the answer to the question why we really don't value the gospel. It's that we don't fully understand the treasure that is Jesus. Um, I spend a good portion of my life reading scripture, thinking of ways to lead churches, Jesus churches, and I spend a lot of time, a lot of time thinking about Christ. And I don't understand the treasure that he is. To, to rid the Believe in us in such a way as to initiate the kingdom in our own hearts. We must treasure Jesus more. Uh, the second thing to turn towards is grace. Um, we, uh, Amazing Grace is such a beautiful song, and, and we've got a lot of heart to capture our heart, capture our mind, push us towards. Grace, but at the heart of it, your sin has been forgiven. Think about the think about your relationships. Think about a, a hard, difficult relationship or, or a hard, difficult season in a relationship. Maybe you're in the middle. Maybe you're out with your spouse today. Maybe you're out with a co-worker today. Think about the anger that you feel 
This is the, the plus line, this is the climax of this sermon, this is the climax of the gospel here. He has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. For those of you who have placed their faith and trust in Christ, this is what the gospel speaks over you. We just sang the song. His blood speaks a better word. This is a better word that it speaks over you. You are now presented holy blameless above reproach before God. The kingdom initiated in you through repentance and belief of the gospel says this to you. You are presented holy blameless above reproach before God. For those who have placed their complete trust and surrender and finish with Christ, this is the gospel, this is the truth. You will always and forever be holy and blameless above reproach before God. And that is really really good news. And that concept initiates the kingdom in us and God's plan throughout all of mankind, throughout the history of the world. God's plan is to initiate the kingdom in you so that you can go and plant that message of repentance and the people of the gospel, that kingdom initiating belief into your culture and into your world. That is your mission. That is your purpose. <coughs> I want to leave one thing. Part of me as I read this scene because I want it to be perfectly stated to you. This is the eternal truth of the gospel that is really good news. Feel it in your soul. As you feel the beauty of this world, as you engage in relationships, as you love your church, as you sense the presence of God in worship, as you engage a good piece of art, as you see a sunset, as you play with your family, as you heal from pain, as you discover your purpose, know that these are all glimpses of the kingdom coming to bear in ways in which you can interact with them. And know that it's the gospel that affords these things to be satisfying your soul. Do you, do you see that? Look, look around you. What lights your heart up? What makes you say, yes? This, is, there, I listed several of them It's engaging good art. It's, it's loving your spouse. It's, it's having, watching your children play. All of those things that, that make you just say, yes, because I feel good in the depth of my soul. Those are glimpses of the kingdom. Just like me looking at my pool for a moment, but then watching life happen and watch that all away. And then having to work, and this is the kingdom coming to bear in this world. But there will be a time when it's no longer glimpses, it's experienced and known in full. And this is really, really, really good news that we need to press into ourselves so that the kingdom of God is initiating us so we can go and, and plant that in our worlds. This is so important. At, at the start of this series, at the start of of, of new things in our church. We'll be obvious building in a few weeks into a new space, new life, new creation, new buzz, new whatever. It's all the kingdom of God. Our longings and our, our, our desire to make that happen. 
That's, that's the gospel that's in you. Trying to come out. And as we repent and believe the gospel, the kingdom is initiated in us. And the heart of that is engaging with the beautiful and holy and wonderful God. And probably the best way for us to do that on this planet is to worship our God through song. So let's do that. God, I thank you for your gospel. I thank you for the truth. I thank you for your son Jesus who came to this earth to initiate the kingdom in our hearts. You are better than we deserve. You are better than we deserve. You are better than anything that's working in the You are good. Full of mercy and grace and hope. God, cause us to seek to find our satisfaction in the world.